Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Hey mamas, we have another great episode for you. We have Dr. Katie Marks-Kogan of Ready, Set, Food, talking all about the great thing that she has invented to introduce your kids to foods and test for allergies. Um, But before that, we want to talk to you about Express because Express is all new and all about you with a fresh assortment of casual, versatile, and super comfortable styles. I'll say it again. I grew up wearing the Express, and let me tell you, I just got my order in and I got the chicest turtleneck sweater dress and the coziest, most adorable baby pink sweater. I can't tell you how confident I feel. I'm finally wearing clothes again. I'm ready to set my goals, have my impacts on my day. And my favorite thing about the Express is they have a focus on comfort and versatility. Versatility, versatility and style, all day comfort. It feels like you're in your favorite sweats, but you look super cute. So text MAMA to 397-737 and you will receive $25 off of your purchase. So please, again, text MAMA to 397-737 to receive $25 off of your purchase and make sure to show Jenna and I your fashions on Insta. Hi guys, before we start this episode, I just wanted to let you know, it's Jamie, by the way, that I did a collaboration with Finn and Emma of Cute Little Teas and Wednesdays, inspired by the past couple of months and what we've gone through and the hope that we get from our children. Um, so check it out. Go to finnandemma.com, um, support your girl, make sure to tag me and Finn and Emma and Mama Said Podcast when you buy it and your kids rock it. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, everybody. I'm Jamie. Hello, everyone. I'm Jenna. Welcome to another episode of Mama Said. Um, we have a great guest today. So informative, so helpful. God, I wish it's like always like you wish you met them sooner. But we're I mean, seriously. Her. Um, but before that, let's get into our win fails. Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. You go first, Jay. Okay. I so my it's like all in one. So I feel like we've kind of figured out our new normal and like we're not waiting for things to change we're like okay this is it this is how we're going to do things and getting into a little bit more of a routine I mean it's about it's helpful that Jackson preschool but you know what I mean we're just kind of getting into more of a swing of things um which is a win although now with my fail it's I am not putting in any time for my husband Mm. like we're together all the time yeah. And do things together, but I really feel like, and I, I would say we're close and like we're getting along fine and like we're a team and we're tag teaming a lot and we got this, but I also feel like we're not connecting and maybe we used that for date nights and we, because we don't go anywhere. We have our nanny a few hours during the day so we can work, but it's, we don't have a babysitter where we can go right. out and be together. And at nighttime you're zonked. Oh, completely. Yeah. So I, I feel like I need to figure out 
something because it's, it's, I always usually think like, oh, it's important to him, but it's important to me too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. Um, so when I, I, did I even tell my house is in escrow? It's a huge win for me personally. Um, and it's really exciting. And, um, the family who's going to move in is just wonderful. And they wrote the sweetest note. It just like makes me feel like it's all meant to be. And, um, and I like that. I like that. Like there's a very similar family that's moving into somewhere where we're leaving so they could, you know, we could pass that along to them and the good juju and the vibes. Anyway, so that's really exciting. On the flip side, I have been so overwhelmed with the, moving is so not, the possi- not the possibility of moving, but we're going to move. Um, we have to find a new house or we have to find something to rent or um, we're just, I'm in that state where all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit. What, where are we going to go? Where's all my stuff going to go? Um, so I'm starting to um, get anxiety and now when I get anxiety, it, it translates into me getting, becoming more of a hypochondriac. And so when I'm anxious in general, I start, like, I'll hear a story and then I think like I have that disease or like it all just starts like coming down on me and I can't compartmentalize the two things. And it's, I feel it's starting to brew. I feel like, um, the scared, like, Jenna, that's always like, do I have something? Am I sick? Starting to happen because of the underlying anxiety of probably selling the house. So I, I you know, I'm talking to my therapist. I have her every other week. Um, maybe I should up it to every week. And I just want to stop that. I just don't want my anxiety to turn into health anxiety because that's what usually happens. Well, I think your awareness is definitely very helpful, but I also think you need to cut yourself some slack. Also, you're living in a pandemic, you're moving, which is one of the top three stressful things in the entire world, um, with also no place to specifically go quite yet. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. And I think maybe giving the gift of therapy to yourself weekly will be very helpful. Yeah. Uh, I'm proud of you for the, your awareness of it. And like, I think that that's huge. My, my therapist always says like, I can't believe how aware you are of your, um, of your anxiety and of your, you know, everything that you feel, because usually I have to tell the people that this is yeah. what's happening. You come in and say, I, I'm getting more anxious because of this. And now I'm going to start, you know, so at least I'm aware. I've had enough therapy to, you know, know that. And you might be certified yourself. I'm, I'm board certified crazy woman. Okay. Anyway, um, that's it. That's cool. it. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with Dr. Katie Marks Kogan of Ready, Set, Food. She's helping you to set your kids up um, and your babies up about, you know, introducing allergen foods, making us all feel comfortable and making it a whole lot easier. So we'll be right back. Martha Stewart, my favorite, Miss Calm herself obviously, has just released a new CBD product line to help you channel your inner Martha, no matter what bumps life throws your way. Look, this past year has left everyone feeling stressed and very stretched thin, and all of life's little bumps feel way bigger than they should. And frankly, 
we could all use a little help channeling some of that Martha Stewart energy right about now. So fortunately, Martha Stewart has a new line, CBD. They have everything for everyone from Meyer lemon or blood orange oil drops to citrus or berry medley gummies to unflavored capsules and oils. No matter what you choose, you will get pure, safe CBD isolate for a consistent dose every time. So find your inner Martha with Martha Stewart's new line of CBD from Canopy Growth. So head to Mama Said dot martha stewart cbd.com and use the discount code mama 15 for 15 percent off again mama said dot martha stewart cbd.com and use the discount code mama 15 for 15 percent off no two migraines are alike and if you have migraines you know that's why cove helps you find an fda approved treatment that works for your migraine cove helps you get the migraine relief you need all online Go with cove.com and complete a really quick online consultation. A licensed doctor will recommend a treatment plan customized to your migraine and your prescription will be delivered to your door for as little as $10 per month. I have a friend who has migraines. She's had them her entire life. It is so sad for me to watch. And I just recently told her about Cove and she's trying it now. And she said, it's been incredible. So go with cove.com slash mama for 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping. That's 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping at withcove.com slash mama. That's W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E dot com slash mama. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. All right, we are back. Our guest today is board certified in allergy and immunology and internal medicine and treats both pediatric and adult parents. She's originally from Cleveland, received her MD with honors from the University of Maryland School of Medicine. She is so smart and wonderful. She, is the, uh, she has her own private practice in Southern California and is the owner of Clear Allergy and is the chief allergist and member of the scientific advisory board for Ready, Set Food, which we're going to learn all about. She comes vetted from our personal favorite, Dr. Organic Mommy, who we love so much. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Katie Marks-Kogan. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be talking with you guys today. Oh, so are we. Thank you so much. First, let's start with how are you doing? Because you're kind of in the same boat as Jen and I. You have a five and two-year-old, right? So you're, you've been, it's a, been a special type of quarantine, right? Oh, yes. That's a great way to say it. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a moment. Um, it's, it's been, one of, I think, one of the hardest times um, of my life. And I used to say that about residency, but I really think this beats it. <laughs> All well, of those, like, 30, still better. I know that's true. Like those 36 hour shifts were nothing compared to all of this. Um, oh it's, gosh. it's, it's been, you know, especially tough for us right at the beginning of COVID we lost our nanny. Um, yeah. so we actually went a few months with no childcare and both yeah. of us, you know, working, um, you know, I have multiple different jobs that I was trying to sort of hold together and it was tough. Um, we have, you know, just, you know, just, molded and and changed the way that we're handling it like everyone else and have probably become much stronger people through it and have you know great relationships different relationships with the kiddos um but yeah but it's it's been very hard jenna and i talk often you know because we with fortunately with what we do with this show and individually you know we were able to kind of do what we did after the kids went to bed to allow our husbands who have 
demanding jobs and bosses and, and deadlines and things to do. So we were, we all too lost our nannies were, you know, our sole caregivers for many months, still kind of are in very many ways. And it's been extremely difficult, but we're always reminding ourselves, like, we don't know how there's the two parent full-time job households are doing it because I, I, I truly, I truly can't, I can't imagine. It, I, I actually don't know how we do either. I think, you know, like my friends would be like, so how are you guys doing that? And I'm, I mean, I, I actually can't give an answer. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so day to day, moment to moment, just getting through those hours and learning a lot about yourself and how you handle stress. And, you know, I, I really don't know. I mean, we just, you, you just get into survival mode. I mean, especially as a mom, right? Like you're just, it's just sort of instinctual. And it just Are there happens. certain things you just had to surrender to that you don't normally allow or do? Like, you know, certain people that didn't allow screen time that are now like, ah, oh, fuck it. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. Definitely more screen time than we ever had before. More like snacks for dinner time. Yep. Um, more eating on the kitchen floor for dinner time. <laughs> you know, um, I'm sure there's like so many, I mean, just, you know, things being less organized and dirtier and just being okay with it. And I'm someone like, I don't like a lot of clutter in the house and yeah. all of that. And I, so that's what I mean. We all have had to just change all of that about ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Jen and I noticed in both our kids, like there's like certain little like ticks or behaviors have developed because especially in the littler ones that, you know, for me, for instance, for my son, Jack, it's almost developed into a little bit of OCD where like he needs things to be done in the same particular order because I think he senses the chaos and the stress. And so for him, like knowing what to expect happening feel, makes him feel safe. And there's just, I mean, I'm as a doctor, I'm sure you can like speak to that a little bit. Sure. Well, obviously everyone knows how much kids love structure and they crave it and they have trouble with transitions, mm. right? So I'm not even talking about like big transitions, like moving and like those, I'm just literally the day to day you know, like mom switching with dad for childcare, right? You guys probably have seen that. Yeah. There's like little things that happen or tantrums or clinginess or, you know, just change in emotions, just those little things. And so every day, you know, definitely for us, I'm sure for almost everyone, those transitions are so different during this time that they don't know when to expect them, mm -hmm. right? And so they are craving it even more. So like, Jack probably is trying to find other ways, right? And that's what you mean by OCD. He's trying to find other ways to have structure because he doesn't have it in that way. They used to go to daycare or preschool or wherever and come home and have the same people. And it's just so different. Yeah. And we don't really know when it's going to not be different, right? We don't know when that's yeah. going to end. It's, it's funny for my son, and maybe you can speak to this because of allergy or whatnot. So he's developed, and I don't want to call it a tick yet because he hasn't been evaluated by his pediatrician. It's my, and, and I emailed her and she said, I never want to call anything a tick until we evaluate it because we could be missing something and we're just like writing it off as a tick and it could be something else. So he has a throat clearing, like a, almost a grunting throat clearing, repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. It comes out a lot when he's 
sitting and watching TV or after he's eaten, it happens a lot. Or when he's running around and screaming, it happens a lot. Like he clears, clears, clears. And, um, you know, I, I was reading about how, uh, about throat clearing ticks. And it, I, I was just, just so happened that two weeks later, I noticed it in my son starting to happen. And my pediatri- their, their pediatrician said, it could be brought on by like a little tickle in their throat or like an allergy of some sort. And then it, they stick in their mind and then they start doing it again and again and again. It becomes some sort of tick. I ended up taking video and sending it to my pediatrician um, and waiting for her reply. But she's like, we don't want to miss anything. We don't want to make sure he like doesn't have like an ear thing or a throat thing or an allergy. She suggested giving him Zyrtec for a couple of weeks to see if that calms it down. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like something that I've noticed. Um, and another mom that I talked to said her son has experienced the same exact thing. My son is almost five. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I, I, your pediatrician's Anessa, right? Grinberg? Yeah. Yeah. I, know, yes. I heard her episode. I okay. know her very well. We, she uh-huh. refers patients to me all the time. I, I love her. I think oh, she's yeah. wonderful. Um, and she's right. Yeah. So um, as an allergist, I'm slightly biased, but when I hear throat clearing, obviously like it's allergic rhinitis until proven otherwise right. for me, right? So many people have post-nasal drip and they don't know it. Even adults don't know it, but as a child, they can't sort of describe that feeling mm-hmm. um, or just sort of an itchy throat in general from environmental allergies. So yes, it's good to do you know a Zyrtec trial or I even like a nasal spray trial, sometimes mm-hmm. even better to sort mm-hmm. of just target what could be going on. Um, but you really do need to rule that out mm-hmm. before calling it a tick because she's right. Like it might become like habitual, right? Mm-hmm. Like a habit, but there might be an underlying cause. Right. And now that kids have been, I, I've actually been seeing a lot more kids with, um, with nasal allergies, um, because kids are outside more. They're, they weren't in school in the fall. Mm-hmm. And so they've been out all day and they're, you know, having more chronic it's funny. The viruses have turned into allergies. allergies. <laughs> I know. And then people of course are like every day, they're like, is it allergy or is it the vi- or is it COVID? Right. To all my patients. It's the guessing game. I mean, look, we're not a family with allergies. Like I've never really been allergic to anything. I've never had, you know, allergies from weather, my husband either. So you know, it's, it's weird to even think that my son would just cause like, we've never been, you know, a Zyrtec family or like nasal spray, I, you know, so, but it's, yes. but you know, I, I, I do think that when he eats, it happens a lot. Like he'll, he'll eat the food and then it's, it cut like, I'm what I'm like, is something like just like clogging or stuck in there. And when I think of eating and that symptom, you can think more of a non-allergic rhinitis, which actually is a reflex response in your nose that gets stimulated when you eat. Uh, it's called gustatory rhinitis. It's a fun oh, little name that. for it. Okay. Um, and actually, and then you can get more post-nasal drip. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, reflux in kids, in five-year-olds, not as common. In adults, right, that eat and then cough, that's yeah, much more that's common. that's painful, right? Is reflux... No, not necessarily. They're oh, silent reflux. It's extremely common where cro- the top three causes of chronic cough are asthma, post-nasal, di- post-nasal drip, and GERD, which is gastroesophageal reflux. Right. So yeah, it's very common. I mean, more so, much more so in adults than five-year-olds. Right. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, this is so helpful. Yeah. Good. And I love that you know Anessa. 
Yes. yes. Oh my goodness. She's great. Yes. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and learn all about ready, set, food. We'll be right back. Express is all new and all about you with a fresh assortment of casual, versatile, and super comfy, comfy styles. I have been shopping at Express since I was a little girl. I now shop there as a mama and everything fits so wonderful. It's so cozy. It's so comfortable. And it's always really, really cute. Express has the best denim out right now. I am truly, truly obsessed with their high-rise denim. I wear them everywhere with sweaters, with heels, with tucked-in shirts. I get more compliments than any other denim I've ever worn. So trust me, I feel super confident in Express clothes. And you guys, they're adorable. I could wear them out to a restaurant. I could wear them at home. I could wear them wherever I want. So Text MAMA to 397-737 to receive $25 off your purchase and happy shopping at Express. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we are back. I've loved getting to know about Ready, Set, Food. Again, I, I always say this to now experts, like, I wish I knew about this when Jack was, was a baby. Um, but please tell us how you started it, and then let's just get into all about it, because I think our mamas are going to love it. Oh, that's so nice. Um, I love talking about it. It's such, uh, been such a wonderful part of my life. It actually got started when my good friend, uh, Dr. Andy Leitner, he's an anesthesiologist, and he called me a couple of years ago, um, unfortunately, after his son was diagnosed with multiple severe food allergies. Mm. And he's super smart, and he had... Um, after his son's diagnosis, sort of read through the science about food allergy. And that was right around the time where we were learning a lot about food allergy prevention in babies. And multiple landmark trials had come out showing that introducing allergenic foods like peanuts and eggs to babies early on in infancy can actually prevent food allergies. So it can reduce, greatly reduce their risk of developing food allergies. And that's kind of the opposite of what everyone thought for many years, right? Absolutely. So in 2000, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics came out with guidelines saying, please delay Mm -hmm. the introduction of allergenic foods to your baby. And you, maybe you can prevent food allergies by doing that. But then those um, guidelines were retracted in 2008. And then obviously since that time, we have learned so much more and we know now the exact opposite is true. Wow. Right. So feeding early and often can be preventative uh, uh, for food allergies. So he was reading all about this and, you know, thinking to himself, well, you know, my son wasn't ready to eat at four months or five months, because a lot of babies aren't ready, right? They can't hold their head up. They're sort of doing the tongue thrust where they're just like spitting food out. They're just not interested. And so you can't force them. And so how do you get, you know, there's all this great research, but how do you actually get that food into your baby? And he's thought, well, what if I could have come up with a way to get that food into my son? Could I have potentially, you know, helped prevent that food allergies? So we got together uh, with, you know, I got, he called me and sort of told me what he was thinking and I loved what he was saying. And I said, I talk about early allergen introduction in my practice all the time. I'd love to sort of, you know, get together and chat with you about this, right? So we got together with his brother-in-law, who's the CEO of Ready Set Food, Daniel Zakowski, and another friend who's a food scientist. And we literally would just like sit in, in Daniel's house and talk about all the science and, and what we could do. And Andy's, his main idea was 
what if we could put it in a bottle so that we wouldn't have to worry if baby was ready to eat food and we could figure out the exact amounts they need. And, you know, so we started putting together and creating what is now ready, set food. And um, it's, it's been so exciting to see everything over the past couple of years. And, you know, we have this amazing product that we're so passionate about. We've given it to, we, we all have kids. Um, Andy and Daniel each have three and I have two. And um, we've each uh, had younger children since we created it and been able to give them and use Ready, Set Food with our own kids. So we know exactly what it's like. I'm now remembering this. I grew up with the Zakowskis. Jamie's going to laugh. <laughs> That's amazing. I, this might have been how we got connected. Now I'm, my memory is being, is being jogged. Um, is that the right term? But, um, but yeah, Daniel had written to me saying he knows this amazing food allergist. I think maybe you contacted us at the same time where you're public. No, Natasha. Natasha, yeah. Natasha, but yes. And then Daniel Zakowski wrote to me and saying, do you remember me? Because we, oh, I, grew, yeah. I went to school with the Zakowskis my whole life up That's until sixth grade. That's anyway, amazing. So now, yeah, they're lovely. I love them. They are, yeah. It's, they're <laughs> wonderful and have become very, very good friends. And look, it's such a small world. My I know, goodness. I know. Yeah, That's so funny. I just have a few more questions before we get into exactly what ready yeah. food is to explain. So, so babies are not born with allergies, correct? Like very, every once in a while it could have like some hereditary things, but most of the time they're like blank slates basically. Right? Yes. Great question. This is one of my favorites because this really is a myth. I think many people think that babies are born with food allergies. They are not. Hmm. Food allergies develop over time with exposure. So you know, genetics play a role in your sort of predisposition to becoming an allergic person, but they're not everything. I mean, if you look at um, the risk of developing a food allergy, if you have a sibling that has a food allergy, your risk is not that much higher than the general population. It's increased, but not by that much. So because of that, researchers started thinking to themselves, well, it's not just genetics. So what are all, why are people getting food allergies? Why are they becoming more and more prevalent? And that's what led them to look at actually the, the first study, um, you know, over 10 years ago was when researchers looked at the rate of peanut allergy in the UK versus Israel. In Israel, it's much, much less than in the UK. And it's because babies in Israel eat bomba, super bomba, bomba right? Yeah. So that's my the, pediatrician had me introduced to my, yeah. to Jack at like seven or eight months old. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. That's the, that's the trial. The leap study is what made bomba famous. Yeah. Right. So yeah. now it's everywhere and everyone's using it, but that's because of the researchers thinking like, well, I don't get it. Like, why is you know, why are there so much fewer um, peanut allergies in Israel compared to like all these other places? And they actually did a study and they looked at the same population. They took, you know, Jewish children in Israel and Jewish children in the UK and sort of matched them and then looked at the rate of peanut allergy. And there was a tenfold difference. Wow. And that was their hypothesis was, was because of Bamba. And then they did the famous leap trial, which was the first landmark trial in 2015 when our older kid, you know, when Jack was probably born, when my son David was born in May of 2015, and it came out a few months before. And that was the trial that got sort of blew everyone's mind. And they showed that you can prevent up to 80% of peanut allergies by giving babies Bamba early on and continuing it for many, many months. So 
Uh, oh, go on, Jane. Well, I was just going to say, I read one thing also in your, on your site that said that food allergy rates have tripled since 97. Why is that? Well, there are multiple different theories, but one of them is this avoidance. Um, and so, like I said, in 2000, you know, like, you know multiple societies, um, the American Academy of Pediatrics being one of them, put out guidelines. And I think there was, you know, food allergy was more of sort of a fearful diagnosis back then. And now because we have so much more science and we know so much more about it, we are not as afraid of it. But back then we thought, oh, okay, well maybe if we don't feed our babies these foods until they're two and three, then maybe we can stop this increasing food allergy. And actually that made it worse. likely is probably, you know, we can't totally prove it, but we really think that's one of the main reasons that, um, and now having all these studies on prevention and early introduction that really helps strengthen that scientific idea that avoidance um, is, is the, one of the main causes of the increased prevalence. I mean, there's other theories, you know, vitamin D deficiency. We know that vitamin D plays a role in the immune system and in allergies. And then the hygiene hypothesis, which is sort of the fun one that everyone talks about where, you know, we say we're too clean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not that we're too clean. It's that we're, we're not exposing our babies to sort of the right normal flora, right? Mm -hmm. So we're not necessarily letting them play in the dirt or play with the, you know, in the way that, that we used to play. Yeah. And so, you know, there's studies that show if you grow up on a farm, your risk of developing allergies, right, is so much less. Yeah. And so there's, you know, what we think is it's all of these ideas together. So if you have the right amount of vitamin D, so maybe the right amount of sun exposure, the right normal flora, and you're eating these foods early on and exposing your gut, because you have to, the gut is what builds oral tolerance. So you can't just like look at the food. You can't like put it on your skin and actually putting it on your skin if you have eczema can make it worse and increase your risk. Um, but you have to eat it. Your, your gut needs to see it. Yeah. And probably your gut also needs to see the right bacteria and germs and your gut needs, you know, your body needs to get some vitamin D and yeah. you have to have, you know, genet the right genetics. And all of those things are, are playing a role in food allergy and food allergy prevalence. So I have a question um, for all the moms that are gearing up to give their kid peanut butter for the first time. I mean, I know that a lot of people literally will sit in front of the doctor's office and give peanut butter or sit in front of the hospital and do it. And a lot of, a lot of moms I know did this. What, what, you know, for everyone listening, when you're about to give peanut butter for the first time, what's the deal with that? Should it, does something happen right away? Do they have an anaphylactic situation right away is it a slow one do you need to go sit somewhere and and you know be caught be worried that something's going to happen right away or can you just relax give it to them see what happens at home you know <clears throat> wonderful question so as i you know been doing so much education for parents and families on food allergy this is one of the the things that comes up the most right i think there still is this fear around giving your babies allergenic foods. And so what we know, just <clears throat> starting off with safety, is that infants rarely have severe reactions, mm. okay? So babies under 12 months 
rarely have severe reactions. And in fact, okay. there has been research showing that in all the public data that we have in the US and the UK, there has never been a food allergy fatality in babies. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's really encouraging helpful. People don't know, you know, I, I and here I sit thinking, you know, oh my God, what if my baby stops breathing right away? Like right. That, those are my thoughts. That's everyone's thoughts. And it's totally understandable, right? Um, because they can't talk to us. And so we don't know what's going on. So, you know, the, the most common symptoms in babies for a food allergic with a food allergic reaction are hives and vomiting. Okay. Right. That's what most babies will have. Um, we know that infancy is the safest time to be introducing these allergenic foods because as babies get older and older, their symptoms can become more severe. Mm -hmm. um, when parents ask me about, okay, can I just, you know, come sit in your parking lot or, yeah. you know, pop into your waiting room and give my kid Bamba. Um, or it's funny, I used to do a mommy and me class with my son. And there was one day where one mom brought a bag of Bama because everyone knew I was an allergist and all the moms <laughs> decided to get, and I was like, well, what if multiple babies have allergic reactions? Right. Right? Oh my God. Oh yeah. It was so funny. I talk about that all the time. Um, but anyway, so, you know, what I say is this, you know, we, we have certain guidelines for introducing allergenic foods. We like to start with a small amount, wait, you know, 10 to 15 minutes let them play or give them another, you know, food that, you know, they um, can tolerate and then give them more and more and more over, you know, about build an hour, up. right. Mm -hmm. Build it up. Don't introduce multiple allergenic foods the same days or over, you know, give yourself about three days, three to five days to keep introducing that one allergenic food, just so you can make sure if you're noticing any reactions, you know, what's going on. But like I said, the, the, the um, most common things you're going to see are hives and vomiting. Okay. Um, and then very rarely is there going to be a, a really severe reaction that's, that we have to worry about. One other point I need to make sure I get across is it's not just about introduction, right? So this is huge. It's not just about, okay, I gave my baby Bamba at mommy and me, and now I feel safe they were fine, and now I don't have to worry. I'm not saying you have to worry, but you need, it, it sort of becomes another part of parenthood. You have to think about making sure that baby is going to get peanut in some form at least three times a week. Right. You know, that's my recommendation for the allergenic foods. If you want to give a it's date. It's not a one and done. It's not a one and done. Not thing. a one and done. And actually, that, could, that has the potential to increase risk because okay. if you give it once or just a couple times, and then you don't continue giving it, you might actually be sensitizing baby. Oh. And then if the gut doesn't continue to see it, if they have the right genetics and all the right other things, then their allergy, their immune system might say, oh, well, let's make allergy antibodies to this uh -huh. rather than becoming tolerant. Got it. All right. So now tell us about ready, set food. Okay. I think this is such, this, this is, makes all mom's lives so much easier in how to introduce these allergens. And there's three main ones, right? Yes. Milk, egg whites, and peanuts? Yes. Milk, cooked egg, and uh, peanuts. We chose those because uh, milk and egg are the most common food allergies in kids. And um, peanut is extremely common and causes the most severe reactions. And actually, a study looked at the most common causes of food allergic reactions in school-age children, and peanut, egg, and milk made up 80% of those reactions. Wow. So, you know, and also when you think about milk and egg, they are everywhere. They're ubiquitous. So when you go to, you know, 
preschool parties and birthday parties and everything. I mean, everything, <laughs> excuse me. It's in the, yeah. It's everything, pizza and cake and everything. So it becomes really difficult for families to, you know, have to manage a food allergy like that in their child. So we said, okay, how, we need to prevent these food allergies. So we picked peanut, egg, and milk. Um, they, they were also the most evidence-based. So in terms of the landmark trials, those were the allergens that had the most evidence. And we're a really evidence-based, science-driven company, um, all of us involved. And so when we created it, everything we did was science-driven and evidence-based, like the whole you know, product and everything that we do for the company. So that's a really big thing for us. Um, so basically, Ready Set Food is this, you know, it's an infant dietary supplement that with the goal of, of reducing uh, food allergies. And it is, um, it's these powders of these specific food allergens, and they can dissolve in milk or breast, um, or breast milk or formula or water or food. Put it right in the bottle. You pour it right in the bottle. So it comes introduce in, it earlier if the baby's not ready. For- exactly. So it comes in daily packets. So you don't really have to think, oh, you know, am I doing this three times a week or, you know, anything like that. You just pour the packet in. All the packets are numbered in the, in the stage one. And they, we introduce one food at a time, just like I told you guys. So first milk, then egg, then peanut. And we do a small dose to a, to a higher dose. Mm-hmm. So just like I you know, mentioned with gradual in- introduction. And we base the doses right off of the, the clinical trials. So we didn't just come up with them. We really, again, evidence-based, that's what, that's what the amounts are based on. And mm-hmm. so you just take it, you open the packet, you pour it in the bottle, you shake it up, and you give it to baby. And it's really easy. I mean, that was the main goal was get it in earlier and make it super easy. Our lives are nuts. And having to think about what to feed and when to feed is just not, it's just not happening for me. Your own creation is going to put you out of a job. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, Jenna. Yes, I have been told. Um, You know, I I would be so happy if that was the case. Then you'll have way more time during quarantine. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And were you guys on Shark Tank? We were. We were. Oh, cool. And you have my favorite shark, Mark, right? Mark was. Oh, he has been so wonderful to work with. We are so lucky. I mean, that whole experience was just such a, like a, lifetime. It was like a bucket list experience that I never knew was on my bucket list. But I mean, just talk about adrenaline and being able to do something like that with like your good friends and for something you're so passionate about. It was just such a wonder. And then to get the bonus like prize of being able to work with Mark. He's so passionate. I have chills right now. I love him. (laughs) No, it's just so good. It's just such a good story. It's such a brilliant idea. And just like it, anytime you can give any new mother, young mother ease and, and support in, in these scary moments and feeling like you have some sort of control or you have some sort of, you know, aid in in these in these you know developmental stages it's it's so important so helpful so please tell our mamas how can they order it is it is it subscription based yeah it it can be i mean that's the easiest way so you don't really have to think about it because again part of the the way that we made it is so that you can continue exposure and it can just be really easy right you don't just do the introductory stage one and build up and then stop you have to keep it going. And so that's the hardest part. And so, um, you know, we, we really recommend that you use it 
until it's in the, those foods are regularly in baby's diet. So for most families, that's about six months. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can go to readysetfood.com. You can get it there. And you know, there's a lot of great education. So much of what we oh, do now. It is great. Oh, thank you. Oh, so nice. We spend, you know, a lot of our time, um, you know, really cultivating that and, we have, you know, so many exciting things. We're working with really big health systems. Like we just partnered with Advocate Aurora, which is a huge health system. And we're helping them with, um, you know, phrases for their electronic medical records. And we're helping them with content. And we just did webinar and we're partnering with other systems. And we're just trying to do as much aware, you know, spreading awareness and education. And so the site is a great place for that. You can also get it on Amazon. And then, um, you know, not as much right now with COVID, but, you know, the pump station sells it and there's yeah, some stores. Yeah. But mostly we really like to keep it online right now because we think that we, we, we like packaging it with content and education. Right. I have just Wonderful. one more quick question before we take a break and then we'll do some shitty mommy. Is, so my son, Jack, he doesn't have eczema but he has kind of like the bumpy skin on like the back of the arms and the top of the thighs. And I've always been like, it, it didn't bother him. It doesn't bother me. And I've kind of been ignoring it for a long time. And I remember my older son, Bo had it and I didn't adjust anything in his diet and it kind of went away. But with Jack, it's not. Is it related to something he's eating? So if it's, if it's really localized to the upper arms and the thighs, it's yeah. probably keratosis pilaris, mm -hmm. which again is really just those like little bumps, yeah. right? Those little bumps. It's actually genetic. It's like okay. the, the genetics plays a really big role in it. And it's not really equated to atopic dermatitis, which is allergic eczema. Right. Um, it's, it's really different. You know, when we look at allergic eczema skin, we see that the skin cells don't have that same sort of barrier protection, right? They're not as tightly together. Mm -hmm. And so irritants and allergens can get in and create inflammation. And that's why you get a rash. That's why you see the rash with eczema. That's what my daughter um, has. Oh, okay. Your daughter has eczema. So oh, yeah. Ask, so it's ask so after it's, the Jack thing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, so keratosis pilaris, um, oftentimes will go away on its own, which it sounds like it did, you did with your older son. And for some people it really doesn't. You probably know a lot of friends that have it. Yeah. I developed I it sometimes. Yeah. I, and, I never had it, but then in like my late twenties, all of a sudden I started getting it. But yeah, my dad had it. Okay. So there you go. So that, that's probably why they have it. Um, maybe there's a hormonal role. We don't know. And maybe that's why you bought it when you were in your twenties. Um, but it's possible to go away. There are like certain creams and dermatologists have, you know, like special ways, but I think, you know, at five, they don't really, <laughs> they don't yeah, really he, care. He's two. It doesn't bother him. It doesn't oh, that's right. Me, but I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't being like, I wasn't ignoring something or you were going to be like, Jamie, no, maybe he's eating something that's causing that. So it's just a topical type of. Gotcha. Yeah. I too, my daughter actually has it too. Oh, I think I've been mixing up. I've been calling Jack your five year. So Bo is your older one and Jack yeah, is almost seven and Jack is too. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, my daughter is too, and she has it also, and my son didn't have it. Um, but I think my husband sort of has it. So I really think like in every kid that has it, you'll find a parent that like had it or sort of has it. So I think genetics is like the biggest thing. And I really don't ever, so many parents ask me about it. I really don't worry about it. You can moisturize it, you know, like, yeah. I, you know, um, and it'll probably feel a little smoother, but I don't worry about it. 
It's not food related. Great. So I have a quick question and, you know, Anessa has always, you know, seen it and it's not crazy alarming, but Daisy has always had eczema, um, always on the back in the crack behind her knee. She gets it really bad, like on her wrist and right here, um, her, her fingers are cracked and then, um, on her feet. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, I'm an alarmist about some things, but for some reason with this, I'm, I'm. I'm almost, and I know this sounds bad, I'm almost too lazy. I don't want to believe that it's because of some sort of food because I don't want to start the process of eliminating dairy, eliminating this. Like I give her dairy. I don't want to, I don't want to start doing that. So I've always kind of dealt with her, with her eczema. And I feel like at this point I'm constantly putting cortisone cream on her. And, um, I want to know, uh, if there's actually something I should start doing because it does bother her. She's constantly scratching and I don't want to put cortisone cream on her forever. No. Yeah. Um, so how old is she? She's two and a half. Yeah. And it could be something where I do need to see. Yeah. I think, you know, once it becomes sort of a sort of affects daily life a little bit and it's not just like super my, I actually think all babies or, or toddlers with eczema should see an allergist because we, I mean, this, right. I do so much of this. So my main spiel about eczema is mm-hmm. it's not it's not caused by allergies. Okay. It's a skin disorder yeah. that just occurs again multifactorial, many different reasons, and then baby gets eczema, and then um, it's the mainstay of treatment for eczema is skincare maintenance, moisturizing the heck out of their skin, and then yeah. using medicated creams or other things like wet wraps or you know other things that we might need to throw in there like to regimen. I need a, a, red, sort of a regimen to get rid of this constant itchy and on her feet. I feel like the poor thing, you know, she doesn't talk about it a lot, but I could tell, like, I was like, if these were my hands, yeah, you know, it's, it's not, it's not noticeable. It never no, gets to that point where someone's like, oh my God, her hands but it might one day. So maybe I should nip it in the bud before it. Yeah. I mean, she might, a lot of kids outgrow it, but at least, you know, while they have it, I mean, that's a a big part, you know, of like childhood, you know, I think like, let's keep them comfortable. So we, we, you know, I spent a lot educating parents because everyone says, Oh, I think it's because, you know, I gave her grapes today. I don't know. There's, I hear everything, right. Foods don't cause it. They can, they can flare it. Yeah. But we don't recommend avoidance anymore of allergenic foods. Ever, I remember right? asking Anessa, like, should I cut out dairy? She's like, do not cut out. Good. Yes. <laughs> Anessa knows. Yes. That's so yeah. right. That's so true. Because if you cut it out, what happens? There is a potential chance that if she's not right. getting exposed to it, that she can develop a real allergy to it. And okay. so it's not about that. It's, you know, change, you know, allergen free, making sure there's no irritants, mm-hmm. moisturizing, coming up with a great regimen, yeah. knowing about the medicated creams, because there are some that aren't steroids that we use a lot, like tacrolimus and eucresa. These okay. are newer, you know, well, eucresa is a newer cream. And, um, you know, these are non-steroidal medicated creams that can be okay. really helpful. And it's all about, you know, maintaining the skin yeah. barrier and moisturizing and things like that. Well, if you don't mind, I'll make an appointment with yes. you for Daisy because yes. I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to just stop having her itch. But you know? I'm sure that that answered a question for so many moms yeah. out there. So yeah. thank you. So. Thank you of for course. that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with some shitty mommy. 
Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never, ever eat. So that's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin created by two dads tired of children's vitamins that cause more problems than they can even solve. And Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door in a package families love so parents can have one less thing to worry about. We are obsessed with Haya in our house. They come in the cutest little yellow containers and you put the vitamins inside. They come fresh to your door and then they have stickers. So we have one jar that says Milo, one jar that says Daisy. And my kids wake up every single morning and the first thing they say is give me my vitamins. I kid you not. These are amazing. They're great for you. And the kids love them. Haya is made from a blend of 12 farm fresh fruits and vegetables and supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to help support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain function, mood, teeth, bones, and more. We've worked out an exclusive offer with Haya Health for their best-selling children's vitamin. This is just for the Mama Said podcast listeners. Receive 50% off your first order. And to claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash mama or enter the code mama at checkout. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash mama and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into very healthy adults. Full discount apply to checkout. The stress of daily life weighs on us all. Whether you're an elite athlete or just an everyday person trying to get through the day, muscle pain and muscle tension are real things. So that's why I use Theragun. It is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. That's because the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor that is so quiet, you will wonder if it's on while you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. As you all know, I have known about Theragun from the very beginning. And as somebody that deals with chronic pain and issues, this is my lifesaver. I don't go anywhere without it, especially the mini. It fits in my pocketbook. I can take it everywhere. It is the bomb. So you guys, try Theragun for 30 days. There is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need. It is starting at only $199. This is the perfect holiday gift, by the way, you guys. Go to theragun.com slash mama right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash mama, theragun.com slash mama. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we are back. All right, Katie, you're on the floor. Do you have a good shitty mommy story for us? Shitty mommy! So I knew I was going to come talk to you guys, mm-hmm. and I've heard all your great, you know, <laughs> stories. And I was just thinking to myself, what I, when I'm listening to podcasts lately, I really like to relate to the, the person talking. And so... You know, the one I came up with is probably not that original or, you know, different, but it's just something for me that's been really like frequent over the last, since COVID started and Mm -hmm. I never really did it before. And, um, it's just that I, when, you know, I'm with my kids a lot and my husband is there and it's maybe like the evening, like right around that bath time where everybody gets like slap happy right? Yes. You, everybody knows. You all know. Happy. Which, I, I wouldn't call it slap happy. Well, 
<laughs> well, that's true. They can either be, you know, in, in the Slap wishing hour whiskey. mood Slap or they could be, <laughs> yeah. yeah, overtired and slop, you know, and I'm even my husband and I are both, right? We're, the whole yes. family is that. And so I, you know, sometimes after just working all day and dealing with all of it, I just need my break. And I never used to do this before because I would feel so guilty. And so now I just lie and I tell my husband, I just say like, oh, like the, the lately I say, oh, my contacts, I got to get new contacts. Let me go. I have to go change my, you know, change it or something. And I go into my bathroom. I lock the door. We have a, one of the ceiling heaters. I turn the heater on and I open my Bravo app and I've been watching like 20 minutes and I never, I mean, this was just not, I'm not saying that, that there's anything wrong with it. I just never really did it. That's and awesome. It is like, you. oh my gosh. And I, I love it. And I do about 20 minutes because that's when the guilt starts after 20 minutes. Like it, yes. it starts setting. I'm like, oh, I need to go help. I need to go help. And I, yeah, but if you're going to like, one day you're going to fall asleep in there and your husband's going to be like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Here's Bravo in the background. Yes, totally. Bravo. It's like, as soon as it's like when a kid, if you put like Blippi or like Elmo in front of as soon as you put like a housewife, I'm like, oh, <gasps> same. I get like catatonic and I'm like, I have like dopamine, like (laughs) serotonin is released. All of it. You're just, you're just happy. Oh, Oh, totally. And you're just, yeah. All the stress. Thank God for Andy Cohen. Oh my goodness. Seriously. Like we get him on. You guys should get him on. We actually talked to him a while ago about ready, set food. Um, uh, I mean, he's such a nice guy. Um, But I mean that, that it's, it's because those shows are so, at least for me, are so out of reality, right? That they, but they're also real people that right. like, we know. And so that right. combination, like you just can't beat it. And so that's, oh. anyway, and we're see, like, we're like a commercial point, for Bravo. And I feel like also at this point, these women know what we want and they oh, give totally, it to us. Totally, totally. They give it to us. Uh, you guys, my friend is on her last interview to be a new housewife of <gasps> Beverly Hills. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Um, you might know her. This is very exciting. If I could be a housewife adjacent, it would be like pretty amazing. (sighs) Anyway, I digress. (laughs) Ready, set, food. What an incredible, incredible thing you started. Thank you so much for being with us today. I've loved every minute of this interview. Um, And we're going to leave you with a mama said. Remember, oh, and by the way, again, it's readysetfood.com. Yes. And then how can people find you? Uh, so they can go to uh, www.clear-allergy.com. My practice is called Clear Allergy right here in LA in downtown Culver City. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can find, find me there, contact me there. Um, also all over uh, the Ready, Set, Food website. So you can reach out um, that way as well. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so thank much, you. guys. Thank you. All right. We'll leave you with Mama Said. Remember, Mama Said, if a woman speaks and no one is listening... Her name is probably Mom. (laughs) Exactly. Love it. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakeway. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Haya Health. Go to HayaHealth.com slash mama or enter code mama at checkout for 50% off. Cove. Go to withcove.com slash mama for 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping. Gen for Theragun. Go to theragun.com slash mama right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. 
Betty Flippin' Crocker. Bake your favorite Betty Crocker creations and be sure to share them with hashtag Betty Flippin' Crocker. Express. Text MAMA to 397-737 to receive $25 off your purchase. Martha Stewart CBD. Go to mamasaid.marthastewartcbd.com and use the discount code MAMA15 for 15% off. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Bye, moms. Hello, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, Armandito Cristian Perez. I had to use the real name. Why? Because now it's the podcast. From negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify. Flow to the rider. Woo! I don't even know if you know how much they play you around the world or anywhere, my brother. No matter how much bread we make, dog, we can't take it with us. No right. matter how many houses, cars, whatever we acquire, can't take it with us. With that said, anything we make, is always to give back, dog. Why are we starting a podcast? Well, it's real simple. With the times that we're living in right now in the world, I think you need to be motivated, inspired, educated, aware, positive. So what I'm here is just to motivate the world and let them know when we talk, we call a spade a spade. So you're going to hear the truth. So I look forward to the podcast. I look forward to showing y'all, teaching y'all how to take it from a negative to a positive. So get ready. From negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify.